Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 61 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and join with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally has has no idea who, who Pee Wee Herman is wife, Anna. Hello, everyone. I see I'm getting better first to say hello, everyone. You're right. You are getting better at making sure you say hello, everyone, first before you question why the title I give you. Yes. So who is Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. We will get into him. This week we are talking about the episode Mr. Og Goes to Town. And yeah, you probably didn't notice this because you did not grow up in America and in a totally different generation as well. But Mr. Og was so heavily inspired by the character Pee Wee Herman, who was like played by like Paul Rubens. It was like a very famous uh, character. Basically, um Oh that ghost thing? Yeah, the ghost thing, yeah, he was he was uh he was played by like this like beloved children's character. Like, you know, think of like Blippy for us kids for the from the eighties. Uh is it that uh the tiny and chubby ghost? No. No, 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 uh, he wasn't a ghost. The, the character who was based off, he was not a ghost. He was a, uh, he, he had his own playhouse, and he would go and, like, talk to the kids, and, like, uh, uh, teach them about words, and he had a word of a day, and then they would shout, and the furniture would come to life, and they would talk, and he would have, like, male, male people come in. It was, it, it, it was a crazy, uh, television show. No, I don't know what is that. Right, exactly. Exactly. I knew you wouldn't know uh, uh, what it is it. But that's what but that's what that character in uh, the episode that we're gonna talk about was actually based off of. Uh-huh. But I do what I do wanna talk about before we get into the episode is oh you know, I wanna talk about like shows we actually uh, grew up with. I mean obviously for me a big one was Ninja Turtles, but I'll I'll I i want to talk about like the shows before Ninja Turtles that that I grew up with, but what about you? What were some uh, cartoon or TV shows that you grew up with that there could be a good chance our audience has no idea anything about? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I grew up with some. Oh, one of them that I grew up was the uh, Doctor Ernest Family. Doctor Ernest Family. Something like that. And because I think most of the cartoons that I know, they're more from Europe. Right. And that's where they were buying the cartoons and playing for us. And um, it was it was about like a family that they were lost in a um, island and they had to um, survive and they were making their life for themselves, like house and like start a primitive life from uh-huh. scratch and. I was always like jealous for them. It was like very like uh, I, don't know, I really loved it. I always wanted to live like them. You want to live in an island like them? Yes. Like, <laughs> so what, sleep on the tree. Was and... this like a live action or was this a cartoon? 
No, it was a cartoon. It was a cartoon. Okay, because at first I was thinking, like, maybe it was uh, Gilligan's Island, but Gilligan's Island was more of a comedy kind of thing. This is a... Oh, the Swiss Family Robinson! It, it sounded... Okay, yeah, that was uh, that was based off of a Disney movie. Oh, it was? Yes, it was based off of a Disney uh, live-action movie. Oh, this is one of my... <laughs> yeah, I I did not know they made a animated series about it. Yes, oh my god, this was one of the things that I grew up and uh, I really loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! Well, uh, uh, like, was there anything else... Like yes, there were still so many car- other cartoons, but I mean, they're now that I'm thinking, they were all like there was something wrong with them. They were like, uh, they there were some characters that they lost their moms and they were looking for their mom, <laughs> or there was I don't know. There was there was cartoons that I really enjoyed. Like there was another one, um, um, the the kids and. I don't know. I, I don't know. I cannot translate the uh-huh. um, the title. Let me show you. That is definitely okay. That is definitely a Japanese like anime, but I have no idea. I can't even tell you. Cause... Oh, a story of the Alp, uh, my Onet. Story of my Onet. A story of the Alp. Oh, the story of the Alps, my Annette. Yes. Okay, I've no never heard of this. This was another one that. I grew up with That's another one you grew up with that you really liked? Yes, it was uh, like uh, this girl, this girl uh, she had she had a baby brother but her mom passed away and she had to uh, she was being like a role mother for the uh-huh. uh, for the younger child and it was their story. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that, that sounds uh, pretty cute. I will say okay, so the stuff like that I grew up with before Ninja Turtles came that I really enjoyed. Uh, I did like when I was a kid. I did like He Man and Thundercats and Transformers. I I did like those like three like boy action shows. Mm-hmm. I liked them a lot. Uh, the only thing is I will say now like because all three of those shows I actually tried because uh, like back when I was in college when DVD was new. Uh, they were like, uh, they were putting, those were the shows that they were putting on DVD for like, uh, people like my age to go by. Mm-hmm. And those were the shows that I was like, oh, let me watch it again. I, I like, you know, I grew up with these shows and those were shows that after I watched it the second time, like as an adult, I was like, I didn't care for it. Uh-huh. Like, it, like, uh, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Ninja Turtles where I feel like Ninja Turtles like still holds up. Those... <laughs> Now, I mean, I might, some listeners might, like, argue with me, and they might say, like, oh, no, those those shows definitely hold up, but uh, to me, they don't hold up. I they, I think it's a product of their time. I tried to watch it again when I, when I was in college, and I just, like, I don't know, all three of them, I think the only one I ended up finishing was uh, Thundercats, uh, especially, like, He-Man at the time, because at the time... Uh, Cartoon Network had their had a new He-Man series, and when I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, this is totally not as cool as the older one." And then after I was then after watching a few episodes of the older one, I was like, "No, no, I like I prefer this cart- this new Cartoon Network version." <laughs> uh, like, uh, oh gosh, I I think yeah, I think with He-Man, I only made it to the first disc, and I was like, "Okay, I'm done." I, I like you know, it's there, there wasn't really much. I mean, there's only so many things. Because they, especially He-Man, He-Man, like, reuses the animation so many times. So, like, you only see, 
you can only see He-Man do, do the same punching animations so many times before you're like, okay, done. I don't want to hit him. <laughs> Uh, I I grew up with uh, I grew up with those uh you know but uh obvi- like you know they, they didn't really stick stick with me too much uh, I know right now especially right now with like action figure wise everything's getting like a action figure resurgence and everyone's like oh we're making this again we're making this again we're making this again and everyone's like going crazy over them uh obviously the only ones I'm really going crazy over is Ninja Turtles because uh, the other stuff I'm like yeah I'll, I'll just let the products be the from the past. <laughs> um, but I will say that one show I did grow up with that I really enjoyed and I still enjoy watching and I watch it like because I work from home and I watch it like while I'm working is the Smurfs. Oh, the Smurfs. The Smurfs, yes. That was like one of my favorite cartoons. Uh, I think one of the things that is maybe you feel so ashamed is that I I had no idea something like a Smurf uh, exists until I... Um, I got to know you. <laughs> right. No, no. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that drove me crazy when I was a kid. Because, you know, sometimes I went to Iran to visit my family. And, uh, like, because there was a lot of American cartoons that people in Iran knew about. Uh, especially, like, when we went in there, like, pe- the the uh, my, my cousins, they knew about, like, DuckTales. They knew about, they even knew about Ninja Turtles because Ninja Turtles was also big. They knew about He-Man. They knew about... Uh, Superman, Batman, all that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. When you were older or even young? Young, young, young. Okay, maybe the boys knew those stuff. Yeah. Um. So I had my cousins knew about that stuff, but then Smurfs. They had no idea what Smurfs were, <laughs> and I was like, what? 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 What is going on? And then, and then, uh, when I came back to Iran, like. Uh, like, you know, the, the first time in, like, 17 years, like, you know, I had that whole 17-year break where I didn't go to the country. And, you know, I still had my, uh, I had, I had my uh, Smurfette doll. And, like, I brought that with me uh, just, just to have it uh, with me uh, during the trip uh, because I like to sleep with stuffed animals. Don't make fun of me, <laughs> listeners. Uh, what? And... Like, my cousins, they saw this, like, oh, and, like, because they just knew, because when I was a kid, I had a doll uh, of Papa Smurf, and so they saw the Smurfette doll, and they're like, oh, look, it's a girl Papa Smurf. (laughs) (laughs) Girl Papa Smurf, yeah, exactly, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's from the show, and, like, I really, and, like, they still had no idea what the Smurfs were. I was like, really? And this is what drove me crazy, was... They on Iranian TV and Iranian DVDs, you had the Snorks. The Snorks were like a different company. I, uh, it might have still been Hanna Bar- Barbera, but it was a it was a different like company doing it, where they just basically took the concept of the Smurfs and they just put them underwater. <laughs> and like I mean, it it was like jokingly called as underwater Smurfs. And, but they knew about that one, but they didn't know about the Smurfs. That was like, you know, that's like, that's like kids knowing who like the GoBots are, but not knowing who Transformers are. And. Right, you get to know what they introduced you to. Right. And then, well, I went back to Iran, I think it was two years later, I, I went back to go uh, visit my family again. Uh-huh. And there was, there was a difference between then and that time. <laughs> So there was a there was a movie 
A lot. The live action. The first live action Smurfs movie came out. Oh, I so all of a sudden I come I come into Iran and all of a sudden like all my cousins are like, do you remember Papa Smurf? Did you know they made a movie about it? I'm like, I've been trying to tell you this was a show <laughs> since since ever since I became uh, to existence of this earth, the show has been in America, but but like I mean the thing is like you know movies are more popular international. And, yeah, so all of a sudden, like, now that the movie came out, all my family knows about the Smurfs. <laughs> yes, because, that, like, uh, like selling, selling the movies to other countries is easier than right, shows. Right, so, than shows, yeah. Exactly, because, well, you, have, you only have an hour and a half to translate as opposed to, like, much. so much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I think they charge so much more for shows probably they probably do because you have more time you, you have more you have more hours to work on to to like you know you have more hours of content yes yeah no de- de- definitely but it, it was just it was just funny how like after so long iran finally learned what the smurfs were <laughs> and like you know this is something i've been trying to introduce do the country so but long. now, but now I know that they they sell the show and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know they sell the, the show. The last time now. we went, I think we saw that in. Yeah, yeah. Now, I really, it's because of the movie. Like all of a sudden, like the movie comes out now, there's like interest in it, into it. Just that during that time there was no movie. They had like one animated movie that was like so old that they didn't like bother to do it, and that's probably because as as you were mentioning when you're growing up. They're chopping more around like the Asian and the European stuff than the American stuff. Yes, uh, like because while you were talking, I was thinking the other thing that I really like. This one was I was more teenager than a kid. Uh, was the um, that is long, uh, that is long legs. That is that is long legs. I never heard of that. How you? Don't tell me that. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm guessing it's about a spider because a spider. No, 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 it's not a. Let me see, let me... Uh, <laughs> I was sure that you would know that. Don't disappoint me. Don't disappoint you. I can't... I can't know something that never came to this country. No, it, I mean... Yes, my daddy long legs. I've never heard of this. This is the and, cutest and, thing ever. And the cutest thing ever. This this looks like... This looks like it, it came from Japan. Uh, it looks like... Yes. It looks like an anime. I never know. I never heard of this. Oh, this was the cutest. It was it was the cutest. And then we had Simba. We had. You, you mean Kimba? Simba. The Simba. Oh, Sinbad. Sinbad. Okay. Yes. And uh, um, we and had uh, we had another. Uh, this one was rubbish, but for some reason I liked it. It was his name was Footballist, and it was like a very cheap anime about like a bunch of kids that they were playing. Uh, it was the most action thing that I watched <laughs> in my life. When they were playing uh, soccer. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I can actually see that. I mean, there's like sports animes are very popular in that country. <laughs> yes, and then. Um, Subasa. I heard of that actually. I have actually uh, heard of that. This yes, I I really like this one. I this was this kind of stuff. Right. I will uh, I will say. Um, some stuff I really enjoyed that came out after Ninja Turtles. 
Uh, like, you know, like obviously Batman, the Batman, the animated series was awesome. I loved the, the Spider-Man uh, animated series. Basically, anytime there's a new Spider-Man cartoon, I get like re really excited about it. Uh, I'm actually bummed that right now uh disney disney xd does not have a current spider-man cartoon uh but uh i i get excited about i get excited Spider right now i'm thinking is that when i was a, when i was a child or even teenager i never saw a movie or a cartoon about batman superman spider-man like any of these superheroes but i have no idea how i knew about it <laughs> This, they, just, they just came. They, 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 just came, and I'm sure, I'm sure because you had an older brother, of like you know he wanted to go see the movies. Um, because like, especially like when you were a child, there was a Batman movie. There was a very popular Batman movie. Uh, so like, and Do you I'm, know Zorro? Zorro, of course I know Zorro. Okay, uh, I know that one was uh popular. Yeah. Uh, that when when my brother was. Very young, right? So, uh, but I will say like one one cartoon I was re I really liked a lot is a uh, Darkwing Duck. Loved Darkwing Duck. That was uh, and then and then um, and then I and then like the the my second passion uh, is is Power Rangers when that when that came on and like uh, that's a whole another story on how I got into that series, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, if you guys are listening to this, I'm just curious, uh, what are some stuff that you grew up with? Uh, you know, obviously Ninja Turtles or else you wouldn't be, you know, listening to this. Um, or maybe you didn't grow up with Ninja Turtles and you're just listening to us explain these episodes. And you're like, hey, you know what, maybe I might watch the show. <laughs> Do you know this cartoon? Oh, Count Duckula? Of course I know Count Duckula! But... <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, no, I love that that show. You you watch that show too? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I remember that I was fighting with my brother because every Friday they were what they were showing this, and he wanted to watch. He really loved it, and he was laughing all the time because it's an awesome show. <laughs> and I always was fighting that. What is this rubbish? But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I didn't, uh, when I was a child, I didn't like it, uh, but my brother loved it, and I, I just remember he didn't let me watch what I wanted to watch when he was because, laughing. <laughs> because Count Dracula was awesome. I, I have to go with your brother on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some Ninja Turtle news. Okay. First thing is, well, I mean, it is exclusive. It's exclusive to Target, uh, but... Uh, NECA has revealed <laughs> that the second Frog Pack, Napoleon and Attila, are coming this August. So, which means next month, if you're listening to the, uh, on the day that we record this. Uh, it'll be coming to, um, the, this pack will be coming to Target in, in August. So next month, uh, we should be seeing these in stores. Uh, the funny thing was, uh randomly Saturday night I finally got a message from my Target app that the first uh, frog set the Genghis and Rasputin oh. w was available on the app and I forgot I turned that notification on and I was like oh let me check on this I could still alert everyone else and as soon as I checked it was already sold out I was like oh but those the frogs have not, that frog set has not been hard to find 
Oh, so you uh, have it? Yeah, I have that one. I don't have this one yet. And uh, some people do have this one because uh, there are sellers in China that got their hands on it and they've been reselling it through um, non-conventional like ways. Uh, so... I adore those cute shorts. That... Yes, 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 yes. They, uh, they have the shorts. Uh, they pretty much have the same clothes set as the other, the other two frogs, what except... What are those white? All right, yeah, that's what I wanted. Okay, so... Uh, the accessories that this one comes with, uh, you know, Attila comes with his mace, uh, Napoleon comes with his, uh, bullwhip, you know, that's what the, the weapons they had. They also comes with, they also come with bags of money, because if you remember the episode they were introduced, uh, they were robbing banks because they thought that that was the right thing to do. Uh-huh. Uh, they, you know, because, uh, Shredder tricked them. And then the other accessory, which I thought was really cool. So you see it right there. You you know you, you already pointed out the white things. This is the Ninja Turtles uh, photo album that they ah. have in the sewer. And if you remember, like the because their second episode, the turtles are like looking through the photo album. And they're like, oh, what happened to those frogs? And they had like pictures of the frogs. <laughs> uh, they also come with that. They also come with alternate heads, like the other one. And they also come with like a little mini. Uh, frogs, frog versions of themselves before they got mutated. Oh, but it's only two of them. Yeah, it's only two of them. The other two already came up. So, you get this, and you can finally complete the full frog, um, set. Set. Like, you know, it's only been 30 years, but finally a company has made sure that you can get all four frogs from the TV series in, like, the correct, uh, (laughs) portion that they should be in. <laughs> uh, frogs are important. Frogs are important. Now, that's not really our only uh, neck of news that we have uh, for this week. Ne- according to their countdown clock, next Monday they should be revealing what is going to be. Uh, we're, we're assuming is their um, San Diego Comic Con um, figures, and they gave out this little teaser image. It's a video game. Uh, no, it's just the it's just their, their teaser image. They have a countdown clock with this teaser teaser image. Uh-huh. This is show everything that's coming with it. Uh, like I mean, there's there's an Easter egg on there. There's a knife. I assume for uh, one of the horror movies, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth or something like that. Uh, a gargoyle could be for the for the show, or could be something else. Uh, you know, they have uh, one of the characters from the from the sh- the Amazon show, the boys. They also have. Uh, Frankenstein's monster in black and white. I'm guessing it's the black and white version of that one. But the one that we care about is we have a drawing image of Leonardo. <laughs> just right there in the corner. And that's pretty much all we know. <laughs> so um, they did, like, you know, we talked about it last week. They did say it's going to be a four-pack and one of the figures are going to be bigger than the other three. Uh-huh. Uh, right now we just don't know uh, what it is. I mean, just with the Leonardo's face, I can't even assume. I can't even assume anymore uh, what it could be. Uh, because, like, imaginations can go everywhere. <laughs> I mean, all we know, this could just be, hey, something from Ninja Turtles is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we will know. Uh, pretty sure next week we will see what the actual, uh, like, next Monday. We should actually see what the actual uh, figure set is. And... The way to order it, they said it's going to be the. They said it's going to be the same way to order it how we ordered it last year, and I remember that whole mess. I was part of that mess. <laughs> um, uh, but hopefully it. Um, but hope. Hopefully it'll go a lot smoother for 
everyone else, and including me again, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for uh, for ordering, and that uh, people like you know, it, hopefully it goes into the the people who want to order it and not to the scalpers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my and I mean Target. I know Target doesn't listen to us. I keep trying to get Target to listen to us, but they don't follow us for some reason. But Target, if you are listening to us, please put a captcha system. And they're just like, just, uh, we'll put a check mark to say, hey, are you a robot? <laughs> like, because that, that just one little thing goes miles. Yes. <laughs> uh, like, you know, just to combat the bots. All right. So, next thing we're going to show, nothing. So, the next thing we're going to show is nothing exclusive, but we will, they do have some exclusives in there. But it is from probably my most hated company uh like most hated uh figure set pigeon feet not pigeon feet i'm I'm, no i want you you know what 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 figures do i just don't like to collect at all but i have a lot of oh pop figures that's right (laughs) funko has revealed their uh, ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze pop figures and uh, right. uh, I can't decide they're creepy or they're cute. Oh, it's pop. It th- that means <laughs> that means they're creepy. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, obviously, uh, I'm not a pop collector, even though I got a bunch of these. Uh, but there are millions of pop collectors, uh, so uh, you know, uh, like, like you know, th- these will never go away. Uh, but uh, let- well, I like that they change their. Uh... The shape of their mouth. Right, right. All right. So when they, uh, if you remember, like a few months ago, uh, we talked about a rumor of them doing uh, Secret of the Ooze pop figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that rumor is true. We can finally, like, you know, say, hey, that the rumor is true. Uh-huh. And I, I was, I was so surprised because the they mentioned that it was going to be the four turtles and the bad guys, and I was just like, well, we just got the movie Turtles as pop figures. I didn't know what you can do different from Secret of the Ooze. Mm-hmm. But you see, they pretty much look like what the movie, the first movie ones are, but they all have brand new stances, which, like, to be honest, it's, like, awesome. All right, so uh, I want to go in detail with the stances. So Donatello's stance is from the beginning of the movie when he removes, he takes away the that punching bag clown thing and... Uh, he pretends to be that, and with his, like, fingers pointed out. Uh-huh. Uh, and when, like, so, it, uh, so, like, in that scene, like, when the uh, robbers are, like, they're in the mall, the little basement mall thing, the guy put, the guy, uh, the robber pushes Donnie, Donnie around, and he pretends to be the toy, the dumbest robber in the world, can't re- realize that that was a Ninja Turtle and not a punching bag. <laughs> uh, but he does that stance, which is actually really cool. And he just kind of like just uh you know uh, I, I love the way they did that that really cool detail there. Mikey has his pre-fight donuts. So and like you know when he meets Token Razar, uh, when they're about to fight and they do want them to to eat the antidote to like so they can um, revert back into the animals. Uh-huh. Uh they hit they hide them in the donuts. <laughs> uh so he has the donuts ready for him. So that's pretty cool. Leo has an ooze canister in his hand, ready to throw it. And this is from the scene where uh, they first entered the TGRI building, and then they're trying to uh, 
find out where all the canister ooze are, and they see that all of them are disposed except for this one canister, and when they try to get it, the foot is also there trying to get it, and this is like where Leo uh, throws the canister like a football. Uh, so he's doing that. And then Raph, uh, to be honest, the Raph out of the four, Raph has like the most boring of the pose because he just has this like fighting stance pose where uh, basically I, uh, just from memory, it just, I think it's just one of those where he, like when he, when Kino comes in and they meet Kino and he, he gets in that pose like ready to fight and like, and then like, like oh, it's just Kino. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, there, there's like more iconic moments uh, with with Raph in that movie. Like you know, if if they if they're able to get like you know have him like have a bell in his hand or something like that uh, from that scene or uh, or like uh, I mean you mean Donnie or Raph? no Raph Raph yeah. Raph um, or like you know or or like you know have the have the tape in his mouth or on his mouth or something like that. There there was like more. This one is just so generic. And I guess they just couldn't, like, figure out a good, iconic one for Raph. Because the other three are very iconic yeah. and memorable. And the movie is just, like, Raph is the only one that's like, oh, this is just a standard one that you could just put in any of them. And, and be like, oh, okay. Like, this doesn't scream Secret of the Ooze for, for Raphael. Yeah. The other three do. Um, but I, I actually really love Donnie's because Donnie's is so, like, low-key. And, like, it is, like, it's, like, one of those, like, when you look at it and then, like, when, and then, like, when the, like, the light bulb hits, like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, that's really cool. So, it's not just the turtles. We also have villains. We have Toka, Razar, and Super Shredder. And three kind of super shredder. Three different super shredders. Yes, this is what I want to get to. Okay, so I said we're gonna have exclusives, and here are our exclusives. Target is going to have a metallic super shredder that's gonna be a Target exclusive, <laughs> and then at Funko, uh, Funko.com, they are going to have a glow in the dark exclusive super shredder. <laughs> so. If you guys are really big Super Shredder fans and you want, like, if you want all the pop figure, pop uh, Super Shredders available, there's three of them. Uh, but now, they're, they're very close. Yeah, they're really close. Like, okay, now, when I when I first tweeted this, like, I and I gave so many people the misdirection because I assumed that the target pop figure glow, glowed in the dark mm -hmm. because I thought th I thought there was just two different shredders. I just thought that this was like, oh, this is before and then this is after. Uh -huh. And then I looked at it closer and I said, oh, no, the Target one, just it's just metallic. If you see the difference between the Target and the the regular one, it's just it's shinier. Yes. And then the Funko one is the one that glows in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, and that was like, that was my big mistake. And like, everyone was like, oh, the Target one looks so cool. Like, I got that from a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, I made a mistake, guys. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I tried to like correct it like at, like um i think 30 minutes after i tweeted when i that's like when i realized it um i think target loves you right now oh yeah oh yeah target loves me right now because like because like everyone's like oh where, where's the target one where's the target one they're trying to look in the target site and i'm like yeah sorry guys <laughs> um that's why people think that you're a, a nico influencer now you're Target influence. Oh, yeah, now I'm a target influence. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and oh, tr trust me, there's been drama like with 
getting figure action figures at Target, so people weren't happy to hear that Target have is having a Ninja Turtle exclusive. Like, like, um, there's always there's always like drama with collectors with Target. I, I, I Target doesn't is not collector friendly apparently. Um, I mean, I, I've experienced problems with Target too. I, I'm not like you know, it's not just them. I've experienced them as well. Um, but hopefully yeah, they, hopefully they we have it in the new year. We will have it. Toy a store like, uh, like right, like Toys R Us. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully one of those like will work oh, again. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now, me personally, you know, I'm not a pop figure collector. I have no plans to get any of these, but I do want that glow in the dark Super Shredder because I love Super Shredder. I think the glow in the dark one looks really cool. He's so Halloweeny. He's so Halloween. Yes, he is so Halloween. Uh, I'm go- I will try, but if it's like one of those, if you remember last year was like the surfboard Mikey and that was like completely impossible to get. Mm-hmm. If it's like that, like, like I'm not even going to try like, but, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can get my hands on the glow in the dark, uh, super shredder. Cause that's the one I want. It's really cool. I'm not going to not going to try like you know this is not a NECA figure this is not like one I'll like camp out and be like oh my gosh I need this right now uh yeah so for all you pop figure collectors out there uh you know you got some awesome new pops coming in like you know in super shredders out there super shredder fans out there guess what you got like three different variations of the same figure <laughs> that you have that you can get all right so our next exclusive this is actually an exclusive to entertainment earth and this is a pin set from loungefly with the turtles eating pizza oh i love it yes uh if you are uh wherever you're listening uh to this or watching this uh the description will have a link to the um to the pins uh so you can uh pre-order this it is uh, four pins of the turtles, and the box actually looks like a pizza box. The box is cute. Yeah, the box is cute, and each turtle is actually eating pizza. These are enamel pins. They're from uh, the company Loungefly. This is a Entertainment Earth exclusive uh, set. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually really like this because uh, you know a lot of like Ninja Turtle art is like. Y- you see it's the same stuff over and over again. Yes. And this is actually really unique because this isn't like something like, oh, here's some stock art of the turtles eating pizza. They actually did like yes. like new positions with these turtles like eating pizza. <laughs> uh, like I love Mikey with the, the cheese hanging off the box <laughs> and him like like stretching it out as, as far as like his arms can go. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, and like, and like, and also, I, like, you can clearly tell the artists who did these, like, had the, they had the, the pizza in mind to go with it. It wasn't like, oh, let me draw turtles, and then someone came in there and like, oh, we're gonna shove the pizza, um, <laughs> in their hand and in their mouths. Uh, like, I mean, even like Donatello has like a full pizza on his uh bow, and it doesn't look like because we've seen so many art where. Donatello has a pizza on his bow, but it just looks like just someone just came in afterwards. Hey, let's put this pizza yes. on his bow. Yeah, uh, really cool pins. So all you pin collectors, really cool pins out there. Uh, you can pre-order them now on Entertainment Earth. Uh, if you need the link, uh, please check the description. We we have that there for you guys. And 
I get this question a lot every time uh, for for Entertainment Earth. Entertainment Earth does not charge you until the item ships. Uh-huh. And yeah, it, it's like the most common question whenever we put out an Entertainment Earth uh, link is just people just want to know: Do they get charged now, or do they get charged later? And then and they 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 do charge you when the item ships. All right, one last convention exclusive for uh, for this week, and I'm sure next week we'll ha- uh, we'll at least have well maybe not next Sunday because it'll probably be the two weeks after, but we will have NECA exclusives next time. But for this week, Super Seven. Super Seven. We have okay. So Super Seven is doing their stay at home con again. They did this last year, uh, and then they're doing it again, uh, where they're having a list a lot of exclusives. And of course, we got a Ninja Turtle exclusive, and we have a Ninja Turtle uh, figure carrying case, and this. Carrying case is for the reaction figures. Oh, that's cool. Right. It's actually uh, really cool. You can pre-order this at Super 7 is it later this cardboard? week. Uh, no, it's like it's going to be it's soft vinyl plastic. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, there, like, it looks like there's enough room for about, I want to say, it looks like around, uh, around like, uh, like 18 figures. Uh, I'm sure the site has the exact number. This also comes with an exclusive metallic... 14 or 12. 14? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be 14 or 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and this also comes with an exclusive metallic Michelangelo reaction figure with his uh, nunchuck and pizza also <laughs> metallic. The other cool thing about this case is that each, uh, each little compartment there where you can put the figures in also have like uh like foot holders that you can actually like this you can actually put the figures on the little foot pegs and have them stand over there for display as well oh that's cool right uh so uh for for you people who who love the uh the natural reaction figures or just love like you know uh super sevens reaction figures in general this is actually a really good um a case for you uh, for you guys who open them to be honest now i mean us we have a few of these reaction figures we have no plans of opening them because we like the we like the art on the card more than the actual figure itself yeah uh that that's our opinion uh you know but if you guys like to open them i i know uh sean from uh team and t nerds oh he actually opened all of his reaction figures so this is actually a really good this will actually be really good for him be a really good way to store them. You can, you know, put their weapons in there. Uh, it's a good way to actually, like, you know, uh, keep track of them and everything. And, you know, also, if you just want to just, like, you know, if you just want to buy this for your, like, uh, figure sure. accessories or something like that. Like, you know, if you have a lot of NECA figures and you don't keep the boxes, yeah. you can, like, put all those extra hands it does not have to be exclusively for the reaction figures. To me, I get the feeling that they uh, designed this just for the uh, your the child inside you. Right, right, yes, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, and if you're uh, listening to the audio podcast, the the case they made it look like a turtle shell where it's like green and it has like the kind of like the shell molding on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, and then just on the top hat, the the front has the Ninja Turtles logo on it. Does it have a price now? Uh, yeah, $50. Oh, 
-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fifty dollars uh, for it, and that you can start pre-ordering pre it later this week. Uh -huh. So, and I believe I believe when the full audio podcast comes out, you should be able to pre-order it. Uh, and that is everything that we have this week. Lot of lot of exclusive like news uh, for like you know for uh, Ninja Turtles like merchandise. <laughs> um, and I'm sure next week we'll have some more exclusive news. All right, and just as a reminder, you can listen to news live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. Be sure to check out and like you know join with us on the conversation. We like to hear what you guys guys have to say. Yes, exactly. Especially like Sundays, we are stressed that we have. We have Monday, so join us and make it fun for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, you know. Don't don't worry about your your the start of the week. Uh, you know, have fun, have fun uh, before it starts. Yes, exactly. All right, let's get started on the episode. Uh, this week we we're talking about season three, episode forty-two. Mister Og goes to town. This originally aired on November twenty-first. 1989. This was directed directed by Bill Wolf and written by David Wise. You want to give us a summary? Summary. Okay. So, uh, the, it starts with uh, the Technodrome. Uh, we see that uh, Crank uh, find a new dimension, but then um, when they are checking the monitor, um, they see that a creature. Uh, in that dimension, and, for, and somehow that creature jumped out of the screen with that whatever um, to their room, and um, uh, Shredder had a um, um, like a pottery collection that they were like very old vases and everything, and um, this creature started like um, he had like powers of changing stuff, changing like. Um, Bebop and Rook study to Tiny, like he had that this power to change everything to however he wants. So, but he, uh, but he really loved the old antique uh, pottery things. So he started eating them, and then uh, he wanted more. Uh, and Krang, uh, when Krang saw that uh, his power, he said that uh, I give you more if you give me uh, what I need. So they did a deal that he give him um, some. I don't know, some formula to change the oil to the um, to be able to change it to a um, like a something for the. Can you help me? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It was a formula to change the uh, the oil to fuel for the technodrome. Yes. Um, so then, um, um, and then uh, he showed the turtles that he has to go after the turtles. So the creature was going after the turtles and uh, he was doing all messed up the city and everything. And then uh, when the turtles, when they understood that uh, he he loves eating uh, the pottery, um, he used the same trick um, to um, send him back to his uh, dimension. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, let's start breaking down this episode. All right, the first thing I, I noted about this episode is like, this episode, we actually start in the Technodrome. It's kind of r rare where we start with the Technodrome. We usually start with the Turtles. And we can... This was, this was one of my favorite episodes because we had so much crying. You so much crying? <laughs> uh, I, I bet. I, <laughs> I bet uh, having so much crying uh, made you really happy. So, uh, 
we get a new exterior shot of the of the Technodrome. I'll get to why I think they they did a new exterior shot um for it, and I think this shot is only used for this episode. But the only thing I will say is that the eye of the Technodrome in this episode looked really weird. It looked like just smushed, like someone like took their hand and just kind of. <laughs> I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Probably was a sleepy. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know, like, it, it just, like, the, the eye of the Technodrome just looked so different than, than the, uh, uh, than the, what it regularly looks like. So, here we start with the episode, and we have, we have one of our common, uh, our common, like, Technodrome, uh, problems is that, the Technodrome needs uh, more fuel. It, now, it's to be honest, like it's a is a common problem for the Technodrome, but we haven't heard it in a while because most of the time, Shudder and Crank has just been like just been for no reason just going and like trying to get rid of the turtles, and they didn't ha- really have a like plot to get rid of the turtles. They just kind of like you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Yeah. So like so now in this episode, they're it, they are like bringing back like oh. We got, um, it's like, oh, we got, we have fuel problems. We need to, uh, we need to get, uh, fuel in the, in the Technodrome again. And, uh, Krang, uh, uh, basically, uh, Krang was like, oh, we need, we need to contact someone from Dimension Z to give us a formula that can change crude oil, uh, to, to hydrogen. Uh, like, you know, and first, if such a formula actually existed, that, that, would, that would, like, solve so much world problem. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, um... So, uh, like, there was, uh, there was one, uh, one of the things I wrote, uh, Shredder told Crank, dream on Crank. <laughs> yeah. So, I was... You see that that uh, music band that you love, that. Oh uh, yeah, Aerosmith, one of my favorite bands. Yes, Dream On. Dream yeah, on. yeah, Dream On, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> see, so it's, uh, I think. Going... And you think uh, Shredder is also? Yes, a part of it. Uh, uh, yes. No, I, I, I definitely, definitely agree with you there. So, so uh, we do that. Uh, something, something. Uh, Michael Atkins actually wrote. He said, he said that. Uh, Crane has a formula for converting uh, the the oil to liquid hy- hydrogen on his uh, on his screen, but he still needs to steal it. And he, he just points out like Crane has it right there. Like like why does he need to get it from somebody? And that is kind of true. It's like I mean nowadays if someone was like, hey, I need the formula for to do this to that, I'm pretty sure someone like would. Um, post it somewhere on Google, and you can just do a Google search. <laughs> you don't have to go steal it. Like you know, it wouldn't be like, oh, I, I want to make uh orange chicken, and you open up a dimension to steal to like you know to kidnap some, uh Chinese uh chef, so you can, <laughs> so you can make orange chicken for yourself. So the next thing we cut into is we cut into um, April, who's doing a uh, new segment for a Who You uh, Vaz uh, news segment or like collection kind of thing. And uh, 
But one thing I did know... This part I got a little confused. Like, the collection was for Shredder, but who was that guy then? He was the museum? That was the museum. So, okay. This was the museum guy. We'll get into Shredder's collection. Oh. Uh, but that was the museum guy. The museum the museum guy was like, hey, we, we're having this who you display. And, like, uh, Mikey's like... Like, is that a question? And, like, yeah, they, they, they choose, like, a, some, like, random words. Um, one thing I didn't note was, like, because April calls it vase. And then the guy was like, boss. Um, it sounds like when people try to correct me with my... <laughs> correct you with your accent and how you pronounce words? Yes, like, chin <laughs> titan. <laughs> I don't know anyone who tries to correct you. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, throughout this whole episode, like we do have like like the people who does like pronounce the word vase all like fancy and like I still to this day I don't know what's the difference between vase and vase. I mean I just think it's just someone's like preference on how to pronounce the word. Uh but it it is just funny like just seeing um how snooty the other people are. So uh, something that you mentioned, because also Splinter mentions this to the turtles, like as apparent, like you know, apparently the turtles find out in this episode that Shredder has a fixation on of art that he has a whole collection of uh, who you porcelains. It doesn't sound like uh, Shredder. At right, all. right, no, doesn't sound like Shredder at all. He was, and yeah, Splinter was like explaining, he's like, oh yeah, when he took over the Foot Clan, he decided to go and like steal all the uh, who you porcelains out there. <laughs> and it's like, like, what is this? What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll... I'm just saying, you have to be careful that. One day, someone from Dimension, I don't know, something doesn't come and eat your collection. Yeah, so, yes, yes. So, someone comes and, like, eat my action figure collection. <laughs> like, because, you know, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We're going to get into that right now because we're going back into Technodrome because Roxanne and Bebop are also watching the same news segment yes. that the Turtles were watching. Yes. All right. Something I noted about their TV. Did you notice their TV has, like, an, an antenna? Oh, it did? Yeah, they, they had, like, an antenna on their TV. I mean, and I know, all right, this is late 80s. This is, like, you know, if you wanted to have a TV, like, draw a TV, like, it was, like, mandatory to put, like, the the antennas on there because that's, like, what people immediately think of. Uh, even though at that time, like, uh, the antennas were getting smaller, um, but still, they were, like, you know, uh, they were doing that. It, the Immediately in my mind was, like, okay... How is the center of the earth picking up uh, TV signals from New York City? <laughs> I mean, because, like, like when I know they're in the center of the earth, but, like, uh, did they just make it right into, like, the New York, like, uh, transmitters? I mean, Crank has it. Uh, I'm sure he has, uh, like, a... High speed internet before you even know what internet is. I, I, you know, I think you're right. <laughs> so don't be surprised. I think you're absolutely right about that. So Crane goes and he, uh, you know, does his like little. Um... I just didn't know that Crank is good in math too. I thought it's very cute that he's good in math. Oh, uh, uh, how? Oh, uh, uh, what? What example do you have? He was good in math because <laughs> I, I didn't write anything about him in math. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the board that uh, he showed us, he he did some uh, formula to find that. Uh, oh. It was like a math uh, kind of formula. Oh, oh, oh. To find, so to find that dimension. To find the dimension, yeah. So that's actually what I want to talk about. So Crane goes in on his like portal thing and he finds the dimension. Uh-huh. We actually don't, in this episode at all, get an answer if this is dimension Z or not. Because Crane asks the guy, because Crane says, oh, dimension Z is full of... Uh, is full of like intelligent life, and uh, you know he's trying to get, and the only person that he finds is Og, Mr. Og, and he tries to ask him like for the uh, for the formula. The first thing he asks him is like, um, what dimension is this? And he never, Mr. Og never answers what dimension this is. Mm-hmm. So Krang might have got the wrong dimension. Just saying, he might have got the wrong dimension, but. They find Mr. Og, and this is our first appearance of Mr. Og. His voice by Rob Paulson. Oh, I loved his voice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Rob Paulson does this awesome <laughs> sound of like this awesome Pee Wee uh, Herman impersonation. Cause, like, I don't know, probably as a kid, I probably thought this probably was Pee Wee Herman. Um, I mean, cause especially the laugh he does. He does a ha. Oh, I love that part. I was like, I have to ask who did the voice because after Crank, this is my favorite one. Yeah, no, this is this is uh, Rob Paulson and like, but yeah, that laugh sounds so much like Paul Rubin's laugh as Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that's who this character, that's who this character is like modeled after. It's, it's modeled after Pee Wee Herman. You have to show me that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely. I'll de- after this podcast, I'll definitely show you uh, Pee Wee Herman so you get a more understanding. Um, of the character who is supposed to be, uh, obviously, obviously the, um, the writers and director and artists, like, wanted to go this direction because this was a very popular character uh-huh. for the kids. Yeah. Uh, during the time. Um, I thought, so what I thought was, uh, something funny was that Old Man Winters actually says that this, that he actually calls him a Roger Rabbit, uh, ripoff. I think, uh... To my knowledge, I think Old Man Winters is the only person who's compared this guy uh, to Roger Rabbit, because um, everyone else, um, everyone else has uh, got that Pee Wee Herman. Uh, well, but I like to, uh, I want to hear what um, Old Man Winters said because he has a very like yeah, uh, so genius this, eye. On yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So this is what he says. He says on the surface. Is the most annoying Roger Rabbit ripoff character ever, and then upon further reflection, I have a soft spot for the porcelain chomping imp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so perfect. Uh, this is actually what uh, what the Ninja Turtle uh, nerds uh, what they wrote uh-huh. uh, about this. Uh, he said they said uh, I remember thinking this episode was proof that Pee Wee Herman uh, was going to get was going to get a cartoon show. I also think this episode is why I read. The DC character, Miss, Mr. Mixelplick, I'm going to try my best to pronounce that name correctly, uh, with the Pee Wee Herman voice, which is actually really interesting to me, because it's interesting that, like, when he, when he read it, when Kevin uh, read it, uh-huh. he had Pee Wee Herman's voice for that character. <laughs> um, because, like, now me, whenever I whenever I see Mr. Mixie, I just, I'm going to call him Mixie, because I... 
the, his name is so hard to pronounce, and, like, every TV show that he's in, they pronounce another way. And, like, so I'm like, uh, uh like, you know, I, I gave up on this guy's name. Um, so, but, uh, the way I was introduced to this character was from the Superman, uh, cartoon series. Uh-huh. And he was voiced by Gilbert Godfrey, uh, who also, he also voices Iago from Aladdin. Uh-huh. So every time I see that character, all I can hear is Iago. <laughs> Iago with his yelling. <laughs> um, that That's interesting. Uh, and uh, Michael Atkins pretty much wrote uh, the same thing that Kevin from TVNT uh, Nerds wrote. That, like, you know, is pretty much like Mr. Mixel Plick uh, with, uh, with, like, you know, uh, with, like, Pee-wee, with Pee-wee Herman vibes into him. Oh, that's cool that, like, um, most of you guys thought the same thing. Right, yeah. Now, uh, you know, Krang is trying to get the formula. The guy, like, uh, Mr. Og is not giving him the formula. But instead, he was like, hold on, the thing's going to close? And he just leaves. He leaves his dimension to go inside the uh, the Technodrome. And here, he, like, looks underneath Shredder's mask and, like, you know... <laughs> Shred- Shredder definitely has a metal mask in this episode because you know some sometimes sometimes he has a cloth mask and sometimes he has a metal mask. This episode he has a metal mask. He's <laughs> a nice mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I wrote that nice mask. And then he said, uh, and then he looked underneath the mask and said, "Oh, uh, uh, I get why you why you wearing this." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I love that part. Right, right. Um, and then he. He turns the Technodrome into a big pumpkin, and this is why I think they changed the... I think that's why we have this unique out exterior look at the Technodrome, was so they can do that whole animation of it turning into a pumpkin. Uh-huh. And maybe that might be why it's a little squished in, just so they can fit the pumpkin in. Yes, probably. You're right. Uh, uh, Bebop or Rocksteady gets shrunk down into, like, action figure size. <laughs> Like, he does all of this, and the one thing I wrote is, while he's going through all of this, and Shredder's, like, chasing after him, Shredder shouts, we need to catch this midget. He's wrote, He says something along those lines, but he says the word midget. Oh, eh? Yeah. I am 99% sure that that line would not be in a kid's cartoon today yes yes no that's not a good yeah that's like the the, i mean you know now personally i've heard this term a lot because when you're short (laughs) it's a term that people like to call you um but but yeah like uh because the uh political correct way to say this little person Mm -hmm. um but but yeah i i don't yeah like i said like i was i was shocked to hear him say this, uh, and like, and like, just I don't. Know, I didn't even remember that this was. I didn't remember this word was ever said in any kids' cartoon. Yes. Right. Ah, uh, uh, that's. Uh, uh, I I think that uh, it's just very important to use the right words. Right. Especially for the kids' cartoon, that you don't hurt any person. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because you know, no, you're absolutely right about that. That's something I do want to talk about. Uh, and I, I'm glad you brought it up because, uh, you know, using like hurtful slang, you know, using like words uh, to just insult like people that it's just only there for just 
harming um, is really wrong. And you're right. Like, kids' cartoons shouldn't have, like, these kind of, like, uh, things in there. Uh, because, like, you know, you can have, like, just playful... You can have, like, playful words and where you know, like, oh, that's just something to insult someone. Mm-hmm. But when you have, like... But when you do have in a cartoon, like, someone says something like that... Yeah. Um, it does, like... It, it does, like... It almost gives, like, the kids the okay. Like, oh, oh I can say it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Now... But the creature looked like an elf. Yes. Yes, yes. He had those... Yeah, he had those big ears. And the shoes was, like... Yeah. The kind of shoes that the elf in the Christmas we see. <laughs> yes, yes. I definitely agree with you. Um, yeah. Also, so... Well, he was an ugly creature. He was. I agree. I, I don't like to see that creature in <laughs> in real life. Uh, I hope I hope the I hope <laughs> we never have to see Mr. Og in real life because you know, that would just be crazy. <laughs> that would be insane and crazy. Uh, so at this point, no. For example, I, I like to see Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh yeah. <laughs> in real life, but not that. Not th- not this guy. Yes. <laughs> I understand. So at this point, we have Mr. Og. He finds Shredder's vase collection room for the Huyu porcelains, and they're like, "Oh no, Shredder! He found your vase collection!" And I want to—I just want to note this is because this is another Technodrome room that, like, we see. See, Krang is like very sweet. He's like me. <laughs> yeah, you know, he just—he just, he just gets everyone's rooms. He just gave up one room for collection. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you're right. Krang is like really nice like you. Just give, give a whole room for collections. Um, but yeah, we go into Shredder's like Voss collection room and it and it's like, like this like old Japanese style room. Like kind of like, do you remember like a few episodes ago? Like uh, like it feels like a, a forever ago. But uh, we saw like Bebop Rocksteady's room and it looked like just a, just like a, like a, Messy boy's room, mm-hmm. and didn't look like anything like else from the Technodrome. Yeah, this was like this kind of like this room where like you know it's like oh we have a Shredder's like Voz collection room where it just it looks like a like a old uh like classic Japanese style room. Yes, if you didn't if you didn't tell, I I thought it's I thought it's the same museum. Oh, you thought it was the same museum? No, 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 no. That was like that was Shredder's room. That was the Technodrome right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, this is what Old Man uh, Winters actually had to write about this room. He says, uh, the fact that Shredder has a whole room in the Technodrome dedicated to his personal porcelain collection is one of my favorite parts about the character in the whole show. Sure, he probably stole it all and maybe only values it for the perceived monetary value. But the idea that this version of Saki has tastes and hobbies is something that sets them apart from almost any other incarnation of Shredder throughout the entire Ninja Turtles multiverse. This Shredder is more simply revenge or try to take over the world 100% of the time. He's a multi-layered uh, person. But yeah, no, I agree. Like, you know, it, it's actually kind of cool. Like, we have we have just more of, like, Shredder's personality here. It's like, we find out, like, he really yeah, likes... Body. Yeah, he has a hobby. He has a hobby of collecting who you uh, porcelains, <laughs> and and unfortunately, unfortunately, Mr. Shredder um, lost his collection in this episode, cause Mr. Og 
like goes and like we find out that he likes to eat uh porcelain. The older the porcelain, the better, according to Mr. Og. It's like cheese. Yes, exactly. Just just like cheese. And he goes and like eats Shredder's entire collection uh before they can enter the room. And that's when like Krang has his idea and he was like, Oh, we can get you uh more stuff, but we need the instructions for the uh, for the crude oil to turn into hydrogen uh, liquid. Or liquid hydrogen, I should say. And so, Mr. Og was like, yes, he gives, he gives, like, Krang, like, this, like, almost like the sea packet kind of thing. <laughs> yes. And, and then I love the instructions. The instructions are great, because, um, it was, it was like, cut, like, so step one, cut, cut on the dotted line. Uh, step two, uh, sprinkle on crude oil. Step three, conquer the world. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like whoever made this was like, oh yeah, you wanna, you you wanna, um, you wanna take, uh, you wanna uh, transform the crude oil because into electric hydrogen because you wanna conquer the world. There's like no other reason, not for like you know, it's like oh, you want to do clean energy, you want to like you know. Uh, you know, protect the environment. I mean, uh, you, you, uh, you need like rocket fuel. No, it's to, nope, nope. You're doing this to take over the world. I, I, I just thought it was just a hilarious line. <laughs> and then also, but also the other thing I note was like, cause like Krang was like, oh, while you're there, we need you to defeat these bad people. And Krang just happens to have like this. Photo. Oh, this is a black and white photo. Black and white. Yeah, a black and white photo of the turtles. And I'm just like, where did Crane get this like photo? Like, it, it's like this innocent photo of the turtles too. It's not like, you know, it's not like like oh here's some scans of them like doing some like things or like oh here's here's them like you know fighting the foot soldiers. This is out there like you know it's almost like the turtles like maybe the turtle sent Crane a Christmas card. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it looks like. And you keep a cute picture of, like, your family or something. Right. Right, exactly. I think deep down, Krang loves turtles. <laughs> you think so? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now Mr. Og, he goes into the surface of the Earth, and he starts doing, like, his, uh, his random powers were basically... He's turning, like, buildings into rockets. He's turning cars into bumper cars. Like, he's turning uh, light poles into hammers. He's just doing, like, all these kind of crazy stuff. And here we have the turtles. They're, they're walking, which I'm, I'm thinking they're going to the museum? Like, did the, did the turtles actually explain... No, they didn't explain where they were going with those ugly customs. You're right, because, like, the turtles are in suits. I mean, if... You look at them. It's like maybe they're going for a job interview. Oh, uh, I think you're. I think you're. They are going to the museum. Maybe that's why they. If they. Uh, that, that's the. That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming they went to the museum, and the turtles were like, like you know, like especially like Mikey. Mikey did not like his outfit at all. Like you know, he, he and, and like they're like Donatello's like, oh no, we have to be in disguise, and like Mikey was like, oh, we look like squares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and okay, the only thing I got to know is, like, how did the turtles, like, 
even get these suits. Because, like, okay, trench coats I can understand. Like, uh, like you know, you could, like, people are probably, like, throwing big clothes like that, like, on the streets. Yeah, it was definitely, like, not their size. No, yes, exactly, yeah. But, yeah, like, uh, it, it was just weird. Just weird seeing them in suits. And they don't, they're not in suits long because Mr. Og, like, finds them. And the first thing he does when he sees them, he, like, zaps away their suits. Yes, that was weird. Like, the, the first thing he did is that just remove their costumes. The yeah, the costumes. Because as soon as he removes the costumes, he's like, oh, wait, you guys are the evil turtles. Because with the costumes, he didn't know that these were the turtles that Krang was talking about. So, like, what, was his, like, idea was, like, okay, let me just go, anyone that's in New York, let me, like, remove their clothes and see if they're actually, like, turtles in disguise? <laughs> oh, that was weird. Yeah. It, 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 it was definitely weird. And then, so, you know, the, 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 uh, the turtles are fighting, and we see Mikey pull out the turtle grapple. And just, uh, like, so... Yes, the rope kind of... Yeah, the, the, the rope kind of thing. And, like, and, and this is actually, like, you know, this is not, a, like, a... We've seen in a couple episodes where he had actually had a grappling hook where it was just, like, a rope and, a, and, a, and, like, a hook at the end of it. Yeah. But this one was clearly the the turtle grapple where it had, like, the turtle, like, grappling hook. And because next season, this is going to be his weapon. And, like, I was like, oh, is... And I, I, I was, like, right. I was like, okay, maybe this is a precursor to, like, them, like, you know, replacing his weapon already. Okay, and now I want to give you a hard time. Okay, I want to... Really? Because <laughs> you said that every time you say that, that's, I, I tell, really? <laughs> and then you have to explain me again. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I mean, you, you, you know what happens in this dungeon. But, I mean, and, like, I... Because I'm bringing this up because later I'm going to bring up why. But, like, in the back of Mikey's uh, shell, we don't see the nunchucks in his shell and there's so many times with the other turtles they bring out their weapons and mikey doesn't have his uh his uh his weapons and you know now something you know whenever whenever we explain our podcast to people the one thing people love what's the one thing people love about our podcast family friendly the name <laughs> people love the name because people love the name turtle recall and I'm proud of this name. That was a very general question. I know, I know. But they, they a, love the family friendly too. I, I, they love the family friendly too. I, I, I promise you they love the family friendly. But, uh, but yeah. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because at this point, Mr. Og, he, tra he transforms one of the uh, construction vehicles. I think it was a crane. He transforms it into a... Excavator. Uh, he transforms it into a... It probably was an excavator. Um, but he transforms that into a, uh, into a chainsaw. Yes. And then he says... Then he calls it the Turtle Chainsaw Massacre. So here we go. Mr. Og came, coming up with a, a cool name as well. Because the move, the, there's a movie called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah? Yeah. And so he changed the name Texas to Turtle. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, you know, Mr. Rock taking taking ideas from us. <laughs> or we took a deal from him because, you know, we're... <laughs> I mean, this episode did air, like, much, much, much before we came up with this podcast. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. So I was talking about how, like, you know, the turtles, they bring out their weapons and, um, and then, like... But Mikey's not having weapons. Now we have a group shot of all four of them. 
Everyone have a weapon. Everyone have a weapon. Mikey even has his nunchucks. Yes, it's it's funny because at first they showed like a very uh, like a um, long shot. And uh, Mikey was more in the back. We right. didn't see exactly. We didn't exa- exactly see what what's in his hands or yes. anything like that. And then when there was a then there was a close shot. Then we saw that he has a nunchuck. Right, exactly. And I was and I, I wrote here. I was like, oh my god, because like everything else before, especially with the turtle grapple, the nunchucks not on the belt. I'm like, okay, we're just, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a nunchuck free episode. Nunchuck free. Yeah, nunchuck free. And then. Um, then he goes out and he has the nunchucks in his hands. He's like, hey, guess what, kids? I still have my most dangerous weapons that uh, can't be aired in the on UK television sets. I think they were like, if you really don't like it, just cut this in. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Cut, cut this two seconds. Try, yes, yes, exactly. And, but... Like, obviously, the nunchucks don't actually get used. They, like, you know, we don't even see them spinning. And Mr. Og changes all their weapons into cleaning supplies. <laughs> which, <laughs> I mean, it, there was a funny line. I think it was Raph who says it. Like, we're like, after he does it, and we're like, well, we're going to clean your house. <laughs> so, while th- all this is going on, we, we have Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop going into this oil tanker to steal like to to steal oil and michael atkins actually has a interesting factoid about that uh he um this is what he wrote he wrote uh shredder remarks that the oil tanker they're going to steal from carries four million barrels of oil but today's largest tankers super tankers only carry about half that many barrels so apparently in the show uh, Shredder found this tanker that's bigger than a super tanker. And it's like the size of at least su- two super tankers that has four million barrels of oil. Uh, that, I'll be honest, that is a fact I never knew. I just, I mean, that, that's something obviously like if a, if a cartoon show just writes, hey, this thing has six million uh, pounds of oil, I will like, you know what? They're probably right. They probably did their research on it. I should know better. <laughs> Especially with Ninja Turtles who can't spell Michelangelo's name right. But I took their word for it. Uh, the one thing I didn't know about uh, Bebo Rocksteady is they're dressed up as pirates. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Especially uh, Rocksteady with that cute uh, headband kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, with the bandana. Yes. Right. And uh, Rocksteady had an eye patch, didn't he? Or... No, one of them was the hat. Yeah. One of them had the. Had the bandana. Yes. Okay, I, I, I thought I thought one of them had the eye patch. I, I don't think so. You, you, no, no, you're probably right. I'm, I'm probably because um, uh, in the the Turtles in Time video game, uh, for well specifically for the Super Nintendo version, uh, Roxanne and Bebop they wear pirate outfits. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Neca uh is making figures of those, and hopefully they're supposed to come out last month, but. There's, they still haven't came out yet. Oh, it was uh, it was really cute. I actually think that uh, making a action figure from that will be like. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's very good. Oh, 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 I can't. I cannot wait for the the uh, Pirate Rex and Bebop uh, action figure. Actually, that's like that's one of my that's like one of my favorite outfits. Like they did in the video game. I just uh, so going into HeroClix because uh, HeroClix did do a pirate. Rocksteady and Bebop uh, figures 
uh, for uh, for like the HeroClix set. Uh-huh. And the only thing I was so disappointed was, well, Bebop, they at least colored Bebop to look like, like he had the, he his like shirt was colored at least the way it was in the game, uh, how he looked like as a pirate. Uh-huh. But like, like Rocksteady did not have the pirate hats that he had in the, in the game. Yeah, and I, I really was like, I mean, because uh, the way HeroClix did it was they just, they only made about like, I think they made like 11 new figures in that set, and then all the other figures were just repaints of other figures that they had. Yes, I and, Yeah, and like, and so like for Roxanne and Bebop, they just, I mean, the the new molds that they had, they only had made two new molds for Roxanne and Bebop, and then, but they had like three different characters and just, just different colors. Yeah, and I, I wish they did a better job of like making it look like uh, their pirate selves. Mm-hmm. That would, but uh, I did like that. All right, back to Mr. Og with the turtles. At this point, like at this point, like now he changed. Now Mr. Og changed the 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 dirt pile from the construction site into ice cream, and then and then like um uh, and then like the excavator um goes and like throws that whole ice cream thing at the turtles and like so all the turtles are like in this big ice cream so why they were like um why he was uh changing everything to food that was Uh, his power yeah that was his power his power was like to change uh things and uh at one point at one point like leo does like uh mention that he was like okay this guy instead of him changing uh things into like you know like uh, bullets and like other dangerous things. He's doing it like food and ice cream, and like so like that's when like Leo realizes okay he's just like he's more of a playful character, not a really dangerous person. Yeah. Right, and I I think that was the whole thing point of it. It was like oh we're just gonna have like just these fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't like he wasn't meant to be like dangerous for the turtles. Yes. Um. Uh, now when the so uh, I wrote two th- a few things about the um, about the ice cream. First, Mr. Og totally knows when we um, when we record our podcast because he said, "Oh, it's a turtle Sunday on a Tuesday." <laughs> it's like he knows that we record our podcast on Tuesdays. That's so cool. Yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute, Mr. Og, did you know this the whole time?" Did you know this like 30 years ago? He's from Dimension whatever. Z or what? We actually we don't have confirmation what Dimension is from, but <laughs> so he knows the stuff. He knows the stuff. He's definitely from the future. He's definitely from the future because he know that we were watching this on Tuesday. Uh, and then the other thing I the other thing I wrote was like, all right, uh, so we have all the four turtles and we're they're in they're in like the the ice cream. Yes. And and then we have like a pair of feet. <laughs> At the bottom. Uh, it's like, so we have, like, Donnie's head on top. And then, like, also we have, like, Mikey's head, like, towards the bottom. But I don't know whose feet these are. Like, because, like, I mean, proximity, it could be Mikey and he could be, like, just lying down like that. But the way that Donnie's facing us, it looks like it's for Donnie. But it would make, that would mean that Donnie's, like, incredibly tall. I think... I think it was Donnie's feet, but uh, but I agree that it looks like um, make it very tall. But I think they it was a, like a bad perspective. Maybe, maybe I can't. 
I could not tell, like, when everything was kind of clearing up, See, it looked like it was, it looked like it belonged to Mikey, but it was just, it was really weird looking. You see, they post this kind of like puzzles on social media and people keep uh, answering. We have to, you have to post that shot and say, find the, whose feet it is. Yeah, exactly. Whose feet these are? <laughs> A, B, C, D. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and then, uh, uh, basically, at, basically at this point, they're, they went in, they went, they weren't in a museum, uh, but they were in a, they're, they're in like a, uh, uh, I think an antique shop or something like that. Yes. Um, and the, the vase was like thrown, the vase was thrown and like Mr. Ogg's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he catches it. It's like, what are you doing? This is, um, and, and they're like, wait, you care about, like, like the only thing you really care about is this vase. And he, and then he goes across him. Boss! Again, boss! Like, you know... What's the difference? You just want to make yourself, like, look... Sound fancy. Boss! Uh, but... While that is going on... We're going... We went back to Shredder, Roxa, and Bebop. Like, you know... And they're, like, basically throwing... Everyone that's on the oil tanker off the ship... And I do want to note, like, the people on the oil tanker, they kind of look like pirates. I mean, I know they're not supposed to be pirates, but I would think they would they would have looked like military men or at least, like, navy men. <laughs> but they look like pirates. <laughs> and, but I just wrote this with a... Because, you know, sometimes Roxetti has a hunting knife, and sometimes he, has, sometimes he has a wooden sword. This episode, he has a wooden sword. Yes. Yeah, th- like, you know, like, like, like Peter Pan's, like, wooden sword over here. Like, yeah, um, so in this episode, he has a wooden sword. It, it's so, it, it's just so inconsistent. I know it's supposed to be a knife. It's just that some animators, they, it's like, oh, no, it's a wooden sword. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, so going back with the turtles with Mr. Og, we see Mr. Og, like, because he started eating the vase, uh, before the shredder scene. And now he's eating, now he's just continuing to eat the vase and, like, you know, like, Raph jokes about, like, you know, his expensive taste and that kind of stuff. When he first eats the vase, and when, because when the vase was thrown, it was green. It was, like, this plain green color. Yeah. Now that he's eating it, he's halfway done eating it. It's gray. It's, like, blue, or it's, like, bluish gray. Yeah. And, like, it's it has, like, this fancy art on it. <laughs> like, so, either, like, he grabbed, a, like, he grabbed another vase... Or, like, you know, the, the vase has, like, magic changing colors. Different layers. Yeah, different layers, exactly. It's like a hamburger that uh, when you keep biting, you get better and better. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> now, I will say I liked this part of the explanation of the show. Because they're, cause like at one point, like, one of the turtles asks him, like, well, if you like, if you like the vase so much, why don't you just make your own and eat that? Oh yes, I like that. It was a, it was a smart that they answered the question for us. Right, right. It was smart because this is something they could have just totally ignored, and as kids they would have accepted it. But no, I like the he was like no, I he was like I can't just make a I can't make a vase. Uh, if I did, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be antique. Uh, and he was like the 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 best the they taste better when they age. Yes. So like I'm like okay. Really cool on you guys, uh, David Wise, right there, for, like, you know, 
doing a simple explanation that really was not necessary, <laughs> but it does, like, you know, but you basically, you, you knocked us out for, like, criticizing you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, because uh, show-wise, you didn't need it. For us over here talking about the show for, like, two hours, like, you know, we, we were just going to, like, knock them on it. It's like, oh, you could have just done this then. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, now, Donnie has an awesome line. I actually, re- I like this Donnie and Raphael exchange this next part because Donnie goes, all right, call me nutsy. And he, and he was like, I have a plan. And Raphael says, okay, nutsy. <laughs> Like, that exchange was just, like, perfect. I loved it. Okay, so, um, two things that I want to mention before that. Yeah. There was uh, one part that Mikey called that um, creature, uh, Little Creepo. Yeah. I thought that was funny. And uh, the other thing, um, like, at the museum, uh, everyone uh, wanted to go inside the museum, and she's... I'm going to get into that. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. No, uh, we we just because uh, that because we just got to the part where Donnie was like, explaining his plan, mm-hmm. and then like basically, uh, basically at this point like Leo says, okay, uh, he was like, all right, Donnie, you go and get the uh, the pan dimensional uh, portal generator, which great callback because if you remember this this was first introduced in the Usagi episode. But if you remember, the, the pan-dimensional portal generator was introduced in the Usagi episode. Yeah. And this is... So this is our third time seeing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that, the great great callback to that. And then uh, Mikey and Raph were going to go uh, get Shredder from the oil, the, from the oil tanker because uh, Mr. Og told them that, that they were stealing the oil from them, from, from there. Mm-hmm. So now, now that leaves Leo and April, and they're gonna go into the museum. Yes, and then, um, and then uh, the museum guide told, uh, "Oh, I'm sorry, I uh, they didn't tell anything about this to me, and you can come inside." And then April says, "Oh no, uh, don't worry, it's okay. Just trust me." Right. And they just went inside the museum. It's like just, just because you said trust me doesn't solve anything. Right. Exactly. Now. The funny thing was, like, uh, he was, like, so the guy lets April in, and then he tries to stop Leonardo, and, like, April says, oh, no, he's my cameraman, and, like, just in my mind, I'm, like, wait, wait, like, this is a Ninja Turtle, <laughs> like, like, you know, because Leo's not even disguised, <laughs> like, early in this episode, the turtles had, like, these suits so they can disguise themselves so they can't, like, so they can go to the museum. Now that they are going to the museum, now that one of them is going to the museum, just no disguise. Oh, his cameraman. And he was like, okay. And then, and then, like, and then, uh, you know, Mr. Og, who's like, you know, they covered in a sheet uh, because like, they they didn't want him to actually see the museum. So he eats all the porcelain. Yes. Uh, like, he's just flying in the air with a sheet on it and, and like, he was like, what's that? And he was like, oh, that's my lightweight camera. <laughs> like, you know, uh, this security officer needs to get fired. <laughs> like, 100%. He is not doing his job. He just, he, he, just lets, he just lets a news reporter 
come in with, with, with yeah with a ninja turtle with just her just showing her like so you were more mad at the officer i was more mad at the april oh <laughs> well i'm she she kind of like forced herself she did force herself i'm gonna say april did force herself but the officer should have done a better job of like <laughs> because you know you're hired to stop people like from just entering in yes i you know he was a stupid guy yeah he was a stupid guy that's what i'm saying this guy should have been fired because you know if this was a if this was like a a true security officer that knew how his how to do his actual job then like you know april and leo would not have been in the museum at all and they would have had to like break in there or something like that i don't know why that moment i was very mad at april (laughs) trust me and she just went inside right exactly i don't want to trust you so so they're in the museum. I just want to note that the museum is just called museum. Like they did not like take any effort of like trying to give this museum building a name. They just said museum on it. Um, uh, and they try to put like. Can you can you spell museum? Uh, M U S E U W, or W E U M. Sorry. Yes, that was one of the words that I always had. Uh, I was have a hard time to spell it. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. The only reason I knew how to spell it was because it was written on the building and I wrote it down. Um, uh, okay, uh, so there was a, there was a part that you laughed and I didn't get the joke. So they changed the statue to this. I'm actually gonna get get into that. So yeah. So um, so at this point, like Leo Leo puts tries to put uh Mr. Og in like the. Sarcophagus, like this, like you know the uh, Egypt Egyptian sarcophagus thing, and then like uh-huh. Mr. Og like comes out, and he was like, "Wait a minute, this isn't the porcelain you're tricking me." And he gets all mad, and he starts transforming everything around him. Yes. And then, and then he transforms. He tra- he transforms the Statue of Liberty into one of those cheap thermometer like souvenir things. Like if you go to New York, you go to the uh, to the Statue of Liberty, uh, and, like, you want to go to, like, the gift shop, it's, like, one of those tacky gift shop things. Like, oh, here, here's the thermometer of the, uh, Statue of Liberty. And, the, I mean, the thing is, like, now, they wouldn't even sell it like that because it has, like, the mercury inside, um, like, uh, and that, that's so dangerous for kids, uh, they would instead just give, they would do a digital thermometer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because like, uh, so you get, you know, because at that time, uh, to measure uh temperature, we had that metal mercury in the, it, um, in the thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they don't sell that anymore because, uh, because you, it when you break it, like, um, that it was harmful because if kids like swallowed it, it like it's metal, it would like, uh, poison them. Oh. Right. So, I actually remember when I was a kid, I broke one of those and I was playing with the. Oh, you're playing with the the metal. Liquids. Yeah, it was very, it was very like fu- right. funny. Oh, I bet, I bet, yeah. They move and they connect to each other. And right, right, because it's metal. It's like magnetized. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like the funny thing was that this is what like Mikey got like mad. Mikey got like mad when the Statue of Liberty got turned into a. He was like, oh, you gone too far, and it almost sounded like when he's. It almost sounded like someone like just like he destroyed pizza. Yes, that he, Mikey is very American. Yes, yeah, no kidding. Uh, so, so at this point, uh, Raphael and 
Mikey, they are fighting Shredder, Roxette, and Bebop. Uh, Mikey, like, throws Roxette and Bebop off the ship with just, like, with a paddle. Um, and then, and then Shred Shredder, like, takes the, uh, takes the oil and just sprays, uh, 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 Mikey and Raph. And then, then, do you know what Shredder does? What he does? Shredder breaks the fourth wall. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Because he makes a oil pun joke, and he breaks the fourth wall. He says, "Well, they they uh, they can't get all the bad puns now, can they?" Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I thought I thought that was great. I love that. I love that we actually have like Shredder breaking the. I I, I think this is like. Our first instance of like Shredder breaking the because Shredder's always been like the serious one. If if any character breaks the fourth wall, it it's usually Crank. Yes, from Cr the back. Yes, yes, we had Crank before. Yeah, we've had Crank break the fourth wall before. But yeah. usually, in general, usually is Raph in the episode. So. Usually, yes, Raph is the one who Raph is the one who breaks the fourth wall. Um, but in this episode, we have Shredder. At one point, I would say. I, I, w I would say uh, Mr. Og kind of broke the fourth wall because he mentioned something about he because he, he mentions like the uh, the turtles are like high demanding or uh, something around those lines. Uh -huh. uh, but it really wasn't clear that he was like looking at us because he could have been talking to them as well. Uh -huh. But this instance of Shredder breaking the fourth wall, this is like 100% Shredder breaking the fourth wall. He looked straight at us. He was not talking to Raph and Mikey. Uh, so, so Leo and April, uh, they run out of the museum and then they find this imitation antiques, uh, shop. Now they had a, they had a different title for the antique shop, but the, the building itself, um, had, it just said, uh, and dime imitation antiques. And they had something like much longer. Yes. Oh, I couldn't write it either. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't write it either. Cause and I just think this is what I think what happened. I think like they're like, oh, we're gonna make this imitation antique shop and we we're gonna label it this. And I think it was called like Harry's or something like that. Um, and the animation team, the artists were probably like, okay, that's too long of a title. And they're like, ah, screw it. We just put. We just make sure that it says imitation antiques, and then, and then we're like, yeah, let's just put the last part of what they said in there. That, that's that's good enough. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, and here, like, and there, like, that's where like Leo, Leo, and April they go and buy all these imitation uh, antique uh, vases or vases, if you, whatever you want to call it. Uh, vase. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, and. Uh, and like Mr. Og is like pretty much chasing him down. We see poor Donatello like throughout this whole time while like the other three turtles were like doing their stuff. Donnie was like carrying the big uh portal generator. I mean, it's kind of like his fault too. It's like when you're forcing your stuff. That's true. That <laughs> that is true. But yeah, so Donnie so Donnie brings the the big portal like generator. Obviously, he needs like a portable one you know next time he tries to do this yes 
but he brings it. He he brings it to uh, the uh, the imitation antique shop, and he fools he fools Mister Og. He was like, "Oh, can you show me what dimension uh, you're from?" And he go and like so. Mister Og was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm from I'm I'm from uh I'm from this dimension." And while he does that, like Leo like throws all the all the bases inside the portal. And Mr. Og just goes and chases the vase uh, in, um, inside the portal. To go, and, like, that's how the turtles trick him to go back into, um, into his dimension. Yes, uh, but did you also mention that um, when they... I didn't understand this, like, illusion kind of thing that they mentioned why, what they wanted us to. Because they said that it looks like a illusion and on the camera it... <gasps> Okay, you know what? Yes, actually, I want to talk about that too, because that part no did did not make sense at all. Because at one point he was transforming, you know, all the buildings. He was making them all like into fruit, into like you know, because even like at one point, like Leo says, like, oh, he's gonna turn New York City into a fruit salad. Yes. And then uh, April's like, okay, I got I need to uh, film all this and. And then, like, she was like, oh, you need to look at this. And, like, Leo looks at the camera, and he sees that, like, oh, he sees that, like, there, it's just an illusion. Yes. And that, there, like, nothing was real from that. But didn't really, like, get into that. And, like, because, like... Yeah, they didn't tell us why they why they bothered to have this. Right. Right, exactly. There, like, there, there really was... How it helped this story. Right, right. It, it didn't really... It, no, it, it really, there was no point of it. Also, because before Mr. Og even goes back into his dimension, they force him to change everything. He, they force him to change everything back. Mm-hmm. So, that was just like... Oh, I don't yes. Know. Yeah, so that was just like two minutes of exclamation that was like worthless. Yes. Because, like, I, I think at one point they had, they had an idea with that. And maybe the writers, like, scrapped it, but it still found its way into the script, and they didn't really have a way to edit it out. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. Because uh, when they showed that, it was very interesting for me. I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me see what, what happened next. Then they were like, okay, let's forget about it. Right, exactly. It really was. And because especially the way they introduced it, they introduced it so late. Yes. Too. Uh, you know, and I, it's funny, because I forgot, I meant to write that down, but I totally forgot I totally forgot to uh, write it, but yeah, um, yeah, that that whole like um, illusion thing was just like it was there and just easily forgotten, like within like the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Mister Rocky changes everything back. Um, the Leo throws the vases inside the portal generator, and then Mister Rock goes into the into his um his home dimension, and then Donnie says that's gonna be the last we see of Mister Rock. Donnie, you shouldn't have said that. Just saying. Shouldn't have said that. I'll, I'll get to why in a few minutes. He comes back? Oh, you know he came, You know he comes back. But hold on here. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, so we go back into Raph and Mikey um, at the oil tanker. And I'm going to say this. Like, Shredder has both of them captured. And, like, they're tied up. Like, I mean, and Shredder doesn't... Shredder just kind of, like, leaves them captured. Um, and... And, like, because he, Roxanne, and Bebop, they go back into the Technodrome uh, with, with all the oil. And it was actually kind of cool, like, seeing, like, Shredder to kind of succeed. Because we see him fail so many times. 
And you're where you kind of like question, okay, is this is he really a good villain or not? Yes, exactly. And like we see, I think and, he's a good villain. Yeah, no, no, no. We actually see like, oh, okay, no, he actually knows what he's doing. Oh, he actually captures like Raph and Mikey, and like you know, if he if it wasn't a kids' cartoon, like there something worse would have happened to them. <laughs> But, like, we actually see, like, Shredder actually, like, succeeding on stealing the oil. Yes. And, like, you know, because, like, we got so much of, like, Shredder fails, Shredder fails, Shredder fails. And here we, uh, he, he actually succeeds. Like, you know, Crane can't go and, like, uh, make fun of him for failing all the time. Yes. And uh, at this point, while they're tied up, Raph does say... The full title of the show. Yes, I wrote that. We, yeah. we need the sound effect here. Oh yeah, we got the sound effect. Let's play right now. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, he says the full title of the show, and then Mikey's like, oh, i seen this in a movie. We can get out. And as, like, he, like, goes and, like, kind of, like, falls on the ground, like, still tied up, and then, like, Raph is like, okay, what do we do next? And then Mikey says, I don't, I don't know. I think at this point I, I went out, I went to go get popcorn. There's <laughs> really good snappy comebacks in this episode. Throughout this episode, really good snappy comebacks. Uh, but uh, 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 they get freed. You know, they're like, oh, the bad guys get away. Uh, and then we go into the, the Technodrome. Where Krang is sprinkling the the stuff from the um, packet that Mr. Aw gave him onto the oil, like you know, so like you know they have they have like you know four billion tankers of oil in the Technodrome, trying try to change this into liquid hydrogen. They sprinkle the thing, and then it totally does not transform the oil into fuel. Instead, it just sprays the oil all over the villains. That. That moment, I was if I felt like you see that you buy like a uh, mac and cheese and has that delicious pictures. Yeah. And then you do all the instruction and then you add that uh, cheese. Yeah, the cheese. Yeah. And it doesn't look like that picture at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And like I just I just love at this point where like we see the oil on top of like Roxanne and Bebop. And then, like, they say, like, oh, you know what? If we close our eyes, if we close our eyes, they can't see us. And then you see Roxanne close his eyes. <laughs> and, and, like, because it, it has that whole cartoon, like, oh, the, uh, the eyes are glowing from, like, the, uh, from the mess. And then, like, Roxanne closes his eyes. And, like, oh, Roxanne's gone. <laughs> I don't know why I like bad guys. Uh, <laughs> I really like them. People and Roxanne. <laughs> I think they're very cute. No, they're 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 enjoyable. They're they're fun characters. They are cute. And they are cute. <laughs> they're one hundred percent cute. Oh, we didn't talk about the splinter. We had a splinter in this episode. Yeah, he was only in the beginning. A little. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah really in this episode, Splinter was just there to tell the turtles that Shredder likes to have the who you uh. And I really porcelain. wanted to to know what Splinter sit on because there was a couch. Three of the turtles were sitting on it, and Donnie was standing behind the couch, and we were seeing that a Splinter is sitting on something, but it wasn't clear what. <laughs> Probably the tape, the end table, or something <laughs> like that. 
I'm just saying again. I, 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 I know. The, the, the turtles are bad, are, are bad children to their parents. Yes, respect your father. Exactly. So now we're at the end of the episode, and uh, M- Mikey's like making the pizza, and he's all freaking out. He's like, oh no, I think Mr. Og is back. Uh, because he opens the pizza, and there are, uh, there's just like nuts and bolts on top of the pizza. Which, now I'm going to say, uh, uh, one person who listens to this podcast, uh, his name is, uh, he has a YouTube channel called Kirk Cooks. And he's doing like a hero, a hero's job. He is making every pizza that the Ninja Turtles, like, uh, make in this episode. Oh, fuck. And then, and, and trying it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Kirk Cooks, uh, we need you now to make this nuts and bolts pizza. Don't worry. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna share you share a photo of this uh, with you. Uh, we expect this to be your next video. Um, but you know, you know, as I said, like my Donnie, Donnie was like, oh no, that's the last that we see, Mr. Og. All of a sudden, like the portal generator turns on, and we have Mr. Og just throwing the imitation va- vases to the turtles. He's like, I broke my tooth on this thing. And as he throws it at the turtles, and I, this is pretty much I've, our first, maybe, I don't know if this is our only time, but the show ends on, like, one of those, uh, one of those, like, action music. Uh-huh. Instead of, like, instead of, like, the, the, like, the calm, like, uh, comedy. Laughing. Ca- la- laughing music. No, this one, like, ends with this all, like, oh, the turtles are in peril music. Yes. And then, and that's how uh, this episode ends. And uh, what did you think about this episode overall? Uh, I liked it. it. It's actually a very fun episode, I, I will say. Yes, it was fun. I like that, uh, the fact that, um, I don't know, it was, it was a cute, playful kind of, like. Yes, this is definitely a cute, uh, playful uh, episode. I thought the writing of this episode was actually really good. Uh, like, it just... Just the jokes, a lot of the jokes landed really good. The visual stuff landed really good. Uh, there was not that much animation mistakes either. Yes. Like, there's no wrong turtle talking. Uh, and, I mean, we got, like, explanations on stuff. And we also have Mikey's nunchucks in this episode. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, what else? What else could you ask for? I mean, the only thing I will say is that, like, by the end of this episode... I got really tired of hearing uh, Mr. Ogg's, like, Pee Wee Herman's laugh. I, I, I like, at that, I, really at that point, I was like, man, why, why as a kid did I really like that Pee Wee Herman show? <laughs> because, like, after a while, after a while, that laugh kind of got annoying. I'm not going to lie. Whatever, I really like the way... Uh, yeah, well, I don't see, like see, see, you like that laugh because that's the first time you heard that laugh. Yes. Yes. You didn't like to like grow. You didn't grow up hearing that laugh a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, right. No, like, uh, no. It's I probably just, one of those laughs that all the kids try to. Yes, this is definitely one. Of, yeah, yeah. This is one of those laughs all the kids try to imitate. Like you know, uh, I mean, I grew up in the age where every kid was trying to imitate uh, everything that Jim Carrey did because Jim Carrey had those. Had those popular movies like Ace Ventura and The Mask during that time. So when you were also a kid, when you tried to imitate like characters and talk like to them, it was sad. 
annoying for your parents? I'm sure it was. They, they didn't tell me. I mean, like, we're not going to tell our son, like, when, like if it's annoying when he tries to talk like, I don't know, a Paw Patrol or something like that. Um, like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure for them it was annoying. I can tell you this right now, though. What The one my parents couldn't stand. There was a joke on the on the show um, Family Matters. It was like a, it was something that, uh, it was a show that uh, my brother and I really, we really liked when, as kids. It was a joke and where one of the characters was checking the mail and she was going through the envelopes. She was like, Bill, Bill, Bill. And then she looks at it. She's like, oh, a tax return. Oh, for the wrong address. Uh, and like, I swear for like the next like two or three months, every time we got mail, we just kept repeating that line. And I, I know my mom was like, she was like, okay, that, that's not funny anymore. <laughs> like, I think she just got tired of hearing it. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, overall, I uh, really enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join us next week. We'll be talking about the episode Shredderville. Because, you know, Shredder needs to take over everything. That's what, what because Anna loves villains and she just wants Shredder to succeed. She, she saw, like, you know, Shredder steal oil. Now she wants Shredder to have his own, like, city. No, but I want, um... I don't try and take over, not Shredder. Oh, um, well, I think it's a little too late for the show to call, for this episode to be called Prankville. But I'll try to write to them. I'll try to see what we can do to, to get this episode changed before next week. <laughs> if you have any questions or memories about that episode, be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at, at turtlerecallpod. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah. All right. All right, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pod. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.